Fire, fury, power. My name is Legend. Welcome to Fuel Your Drive. Do you know my name? Guys, what is going on? Welcome to Fuel Your Drive. I am your host, Josh York, and uh, it's been a while since I put an episode out. It's been about four weeks, and I apologize. I have been buried, but you are coming back to an incredible episode, and I want to change it up a little bit today because we have a really fantastic entrepreneur on uh, today's episode of Fuel Your Drive, and she actually was recommended to me from my good friend, Cindy, who I love and who is a rock star, but we have Jessica from Five Dot Post, and when I heard Jessica's story, I was really touched because, you know, I always talk about mindset, and I talk about, you know, developing that resilient mindset, and having the ability to push through anything, and having the ability to not quit, and no matter how bad things get, you just keep moving, and keep moving, and that's what inspires people, and uh, I really want to let today's guest kind of share her story and, you know, through her story, we can obviously go through some questions of how she was able to, you know, do what she's doing and, and really making the impact she's making. And she really has an incredible company. Like, I'm now going to be uh, a customer of her company. But with that said, Jessica Walker from Five Dot Post, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me, Josh. I'm so glad Cindy connected us. She really is a rock star. <laughs> Cindy is, is incredible. And um, a lot of people are going to listen to this episode, a lot of people. So, you know, I really want my audience to, you know, understand what you're doing and what you've been through, because um, it's 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 quite remarkable. Thank you. Um, sure. I guess I'll just kind of start at the beginning um, of this this part of the journey. My husband and I were married in 2017 in October in August and in October, about 52 days after our wedding, we found out that he had stage three esophageal cancer um, at age 26. We were both 26 years old. It's not a cancer that young people get. Um, he wasn't a heavy smoker. He wasn't any of the things that we would think could have caused this. It's really was a fluke. And obviously we didn't see it coming. He and I, um, are both very positive people, but um, we just decided from the start we were we were going to be outliers. If you look at the statistics for stage three, which eventually became stage four esophageal cancer, it is not a great out, outlook. It's um, like a 3% chance of five years uh, if you're stage four. But the thing was, is most of the people that get those diagnoses are 70, 80 years old, so they can't handle the kind of treatments that need to be undergone to be able to, you know, get get further along than most. And he was young and otherwise healthy. Um, so we decided we were just going to be outliers and the statistics didn't matter to us and didn't apply. And um, we just went headfirst into every treatment that we thought could help. So we were being preventative, we were being aggressive, um, and we just decided we were going to beat it. Um, in that early stage, when he was first going through chemo and radiation, he had a really major surgery to remove a lot of his stomach and esophagus. Um, I couldn't be there for him in the way I needed to be if I was continuing my career, which was 
theater acting and you travel a lot with theater. Um, and I needed to be home with him. It wasn't an option to leave. <laughs> he needed me every day and I wanted to be there every day and, um, be, show up for him the way that I wanted to show up for him, which required all of me. And, um, so I paused that career and I got a job at a gift shop working minimum wage to try to help us pay our medical bills. And, um, and it was, it was, it's what I needed to do. And it was working for us. And while I was working at that gift shop, while we were, you know, going through those grueling early days of just waiting, going through treatment and, and then waiting and then waiting and waiting to see what's working, see what take, what the next step is. Um, I had a lot of time on my hands and I, I needed a creative outlet. Um, I fell in love with paper goods. I was working at a gift shop that supplied um, a lot of different cards and paper goods by small businesses and entrepreneurs. And I just was fascinated by seeing them drop off their product and, you know, see it go up on the shelves. And I just, I had this kind of entrepreneurial spark, I guess, but it, it didn't feel like that when it first happened. I just knew I had an idea and I wanted to put it out there. And if it worked great, if not, it wasn't my career and I, it was just something I wanted to to do and have something to focus on that wasn't something so heavy. Like I needed an outlet. Um, so I had the idea to design funny, um, irreverent cancer cards for young people. The cards we were receiving were beautiful, but they were, they were sad. They felt like you'd already given up before you started. They, it just was like, I'm so sorry, this is happening. I'm so sorry. And it's just like, yeah, but that's not where our head's at. Like we're young, we are ready to fight this. Like we are in the game. Like we are not just sending, you know, a flower that says, I'm sorry. Like that feels so defeating. And I just wanted to create a card that we wanted to receive that Tommy would feel inspired to receive or would make him laugh. Cause we used dark humor and laughter is medicine to get through really difficult moments. And I just thought, what if this was a thing? And that's, that's how it started. Incredible, incredible. And I looked through some of these cards, they are really, really awesome. Um, so what was obviously the, 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 the turning point for you where, you know, well, maybe let's let's back up a second. Let's kind of go to the rest of the story. You know, I, I'm being very honest with you. Like, this is the first time I'm doing an episode like this. Mm -hmm. and, you know, like, I, I want to be positive. I am very positive. But your story is also very emotional. Like, it gets me a little emotional, mm -hmm. too. So I'm trying not to get emotional. So I'm trying <laughs> I to kind of let, let you talk about it. But so, you know, maybe let's continue on with, sure. you know, what was the next step and what kind of happened in the story and how you were able to kind of push through it and what really motivated you to continue obviously doing what you're doing and you're doing a very great job at it. And, and before this, before we even got into this, just so everybody knows, I like to always be very transparent. I told, I told Jessica what, what a special person she is and I, I really admire her and um, you know um, yeah. So anyway, Jess. Got it. I'll, I'll just bring everyone up to up to today if that's okay. And you can stop me at any point, but um, so I had the idea and I started an Etsy shop. That's all I knew to do. So I was like, this is the way I can get these cards to people. Um, that was in March of 2018 um, that I started it with just like five or six designs and they started selling. And the idea was catching on um, 
in that I had almost no followers, almost no sales, but I was getting messages from people that were saying like, I wish I had had this when I was going through cancer. I wish I had had this when my sister was going through cancer. Like this is what I would have wanted to receive. So I, I felt like they were resonating with the audience I was hoping to resonate with. And I, I was like, you know what, I'm going to keep pursuing this and see if I can provide a product that there's just, it doesn't exist yet. And, um, and it just felt like I was doing some sort of good in a situation where you don't have control over anything. And it felt like I had control over this. Um, it felt like I was doing something positive and it, I could focus on it. And that was really all it was at this point. I hadn't planned on it becoming a business. So um, it kind of just snowballed through that summer. Um, and my Etsy shop was really taking off. And I had also designed um, a planner in the fall for Tommy and I to use uh, to track appointments and treatments because it really takes on it. It's like a full-time job, just keeping track of appointments and doctor questions and scheduling and payments. And it's like a full-time job to do the admin part of cancer. So I designed a planner for Tommy to use to just help us stay organized. And, um, I was, had showed it to our doctor. They saw me using it and they were like, this would be really helpful for people. Like you should consider making this available. Um, so I self-published it at that point. My mom helped me buy the first hundred copies and, um, they sold out pretty, pretty much instantly. And I was like, okay, I think I have something that can help people with these cards with this planner, like, let's see what's going on. And I, um, started treating it more as, um, a shop or like as a business. And, um, we had, uh, an organization called heart threads reach out because they saw what I was doing and they shared about my planner and cards on, um, just a video that they shared to Facebook. And it went, um, kind of like, viral, I guess you would say like, um, and it kind of was the starting point for me to see like, this could be an actual business. And then as soon as I had that thought, I was like, I want it to be that because I want to be able to take care of us financially so that Tommy can have a hundred percent of his energy and effort and time focused on his healing and his treatment and his health. And that was, that's what I decided I was going to do. So as soon as I realized it could be a thing, I just went all in to make it a thing. And, um, the next over 2019, I just built it and built it and built it and spent hours and hours and hours making my own website and, um, reaching out to as many people as I could and asking people to share it and, um, writing blog posts and just like going on podcasts, anything, anyone who would have me, anyone who would, you know, give me the time of talk about it and talk about like this potential resource that I think I wanted more people to hear about it. You know, I just, I was all in. So, um, by it was a, a little less than a year, I was able to stop working at that gift card shop and do this full time. And so now I've been, um, to this day, it's now been my full-time job. And, um, by 2020, I was able to, uh, let Tommy only work on what he wanted to work. He was an incredible theater director. He was a theater teacher for kids. And, um, he got to pick and choose what excited him and what he wanted to spend his time on and nothing that was like too grueling. And, um, and that is, that meant the world to me that I was able to provide that through my business. Um, so yeah, I started retailing or wholesaling, like reaching out to retailers and having, um, shops carry my cards in 2021, early 2021, I started uh, expanding into wholesale 
And um, I realized that that was a, an opportunity for these cards to become more mainstream. Because at this point, it's like, of course, you could buy them from my website. But I wanted you to be able to just go into any store and be able to find a cancer support card. Or I, at this point, I had expanded into other categories. But I really do specialize in um, empathy cards more than sympathy cards. So ones that we would want to receive, like words that one of my taglines that I've used is like, don't know what to say, let us help. Because it's one of those things where when you're in a, trying to support someone through a difficult situation, it can feel like you don't know what to say. You don't want to say the wrong thing. So you say nothing. And that I feel like is so common. I've done that many times and it's, you just don't want to say the wrong thing. So you say nothing. And in turn, you don't provide the support that you want to provide. So I just thought the more I could get these cards out there that can be maybe like an icebreaker or a joke that can then lead to a more meaningful conversation or a connection so that you can support someone like that. That was the goal. So that's why I started um, reaching out to retailers. And we are now in over 200 shops in the country, which is just so cool. And um, Tommy you. was, uh, thanks. <laughs> um, Tommy was incredible uh, the whole time. He was so proud and just so encouraging. And I, when I didn't have confidence or faith, he did. And I borrowed it until I believed in what I was doing myself. And he just always knew it was going to make an impact. And that meant the world to me. Um, and this past or in uh, 2021, um, we got difficult news pretty much the whole year. At that point, um, his cancer had spread um, to his lungs and to his brain. And we were still very much, I still knew we were going to beat it. Um, and at around um, August, we just, you know, science caught up with us. We just, we don't exist in the time that the science exists that would have saved him. Um, unfortunately, and that's, it's a hard, hard pill to swallow when you will do anything. You will figure out any amount of money to you know, raise, you will go anywhere in the world. But the fact of the matter is that the treatment didn't exist. And we had to make decisions along those lines. That was, um, that was extremely difficult. Uh, but Tommy being Tommy decided, you know what, I'm going to take control of my narrative. I decide how these next few weeks are going to look. And it ended up being a few months. Um, and he decided he wanted to be at home. and it, we did everything he wanted to do during those last, um, that last season, uh, we had everyone he wanted to see come. We, it, it was still cracking jokes and just inspiring us all till, till the very end. And, um, unfortunately, uh, lost him on Thanksgiving of last year, um, just past the year mark. And that still <laughs> absolutely blows my mind. Um, cause I, I don't know. I, it's, it's still hard to believe. I mean, I know that I'm in a different state. I've been a year without him. And it's like some of those moments feel like they could have been this morning still. So it's it's a weird, tough place to be. If you're anyone out who's listening is grieving, it's, it's something I could have never predicted. And having the statistics we had that whole time over the four years, you can't help but wonder what it'll be like. And um, it's just, it's nothing like I could have imagined. And it's incredibly difficult. And, um, and I don't think I would have been able to 
keep going without his confidence. Cause even till the end, he was like, you are going to keep living. I want you to keep living big. I want, I just, I want so much for you. Like this is not the end of your life. This is the end of our chapter, but keep going. And, and I, again, it's one of those moments I had to borrow his faith and his trust until I believed it. And I, it's, that's where I am today. I'm, um, I moved to California. We'd lived in New York together for, for 10 years. And, um, we decided while he was in those in hospice that I would move out here. Cause it was always our dream to move to the beach together. And he was like, well, just cause I can't, doesn't mean you shouldn't. And it, it has been the best possible thing for me. Um, just a new, just better pace, time, space, weather, just it's, it's been hard, but amazing. And I'm so glad that he encouraged me to move out here and continue my business, which I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to, you know, it's, it's, I'm working with a lot of cancer reminders every day. And I just, I didn't know if it would be too hard and and I wasn't going to push myself to, to do it earlier or that I needed to, and I wasn't going to push myself to do it at all if it was going to be too painful, you know, and I found that even on days that it is hard, um, it feels like this like kind of rebellion against the disease where I see people ordering cards and they, it's like an OMG, I'm cancer free card or like finished chemo card. And, I'm, and I literally out loud will be just like, yes, like nice, you're doing it. And it's like, and for some reason that, that helps me to know that like people are fighting, people are winning. And, and I do give a portion of my profits to esophageal cancer research. Um, because I know that one day that, that we will figure out a way to avoid what happened to us. And, um, and I'm hoping that I can be a part of that. So, um, that is, yeah, that, that's where, that's where I am today. This is the least amount I've ever spoken on a podcast, by the way. <laughs> Jessica, you know, first off, I'm really sorry for everything that happened. Um, uh, you know, I think really what I think people would want to understand is like, like how, like what, what was driving you and how were you able to do it? And how are you able to keep going? Because, you know, the, look, I, I really do believe that things happen for a reason. I really do believe that. And I, I believe success leaves clues. I believe, and you're in business now, so I'm sure you can kind of relate to that some to some degree because like you have to be you have to have enough self-awareness to pick up on them and see them. But like if you listen to your story, and I don't know if everyone really caught every part of it, but you know, you know, you stopped because, you know, because of Tommy and you wanted to then get, you know, get into a, you know, a, you know, more of supporting him and you took this part-time job. But if you never took that, I don't know, was it part-time or full-time? Part-time. Part-time. But if you never took that job, none of this probably would ever even happen, mm -mm. right? So, no. like, it's like, and, and it's really impressive what you've done. I'm very impressed by everything. I, but, but like, like, I'm just trying to actually, like, I'm, I'm just trying to, like, think it through in my head myself because it's really, it's almost like it was, it was like, ah. I want, I'm going to be careful with my words here, but I feel like it's, I feel like it, it was positive. To some mm -hmm. degree, right. Like, but I feel like at the same time, I don't know. I feel like, like Tommy's just a, like having this, having this available every day to you is also, is it almost like therapy too, to some degree? 
like in like a weird way though. Like, I, like I'm just trying, you know, I'm just trying to like dissect it because I'm just trying to think how other people would think about this. But yeah, like, I just think the whole thing sounds really special. But how do you, how do you push through it? Like, and how do you do it? And how how are you looking at it on a, on a daily basis when you know it is still like kind of fresh and you know. I was kind of shocked you even came on this because like most people wouldn't even want to talk about this, you know, but I I really admire that because so many people go through things like this all the time and you're going to help a lot of people. And maybe you were the chosen one because you're, you're just that type of person and you're, you know, I, I don't you know. think I'm any different than anyone else. I think I had an amazing partner who helped me believe that I could, could keep going. Um, in general, I feel like when I'm working, it, it does, I did leave space. I leave space to be able to feel it or not focus on it that day if I don't need to. So if there's a day that it's too hard, I don't, I don't focus. I don't do it. I don't work. And it's like, is that a great business method? I mean, I don't know. I can, but I, it's like, I'm still in a sensitive time. And if, if it's too hard, it's too hard. So I think not being too hard on yourself and letting yourself feel it is important. Um, and I think every day that I'm somewhat even though Tommy wasn't like directly involved with the business it feels like I'm carrying on a legacy of sorts because that's, that's what I feel that's what it's I feel his, like. yeah it's his humor it's his heart it's his spirit it's his resilience that's in these cards they inspired I, the whole business and it's so it's like I feel like I'm carrying his light forward and that means a lot to me see I don't want to say that because I don't want to come across inappropriate but I, that's what I feel like I feel like almost like it was set up this way, like purposely. I think so. I think so too. And and I think that's just that's so beautiful too. Like it's really like it's really special, you know. I think it. I think it. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, who knows? Like in the cosmos, how it happened. But I mean, I had no business background. I had no art background. I just googled everything in the world. But, like I mean. But let me ask you a question, because you know, look, I've been doing this. I've been in business sixteen years. I don't know what, what you know about me, but. Um, like I pick up on this stuff, right? And and you have like the goods, right? Like you have the energy, you have that. But were you always like that? Were you or were you were you driving the business because you were driving it because of Tommy, or were you driving it because like you were starting to really say like, wow, like I can really do this? Like, was it how much was it towards what was happening, the actual situation versus? Like you are an entrepreneur. I can, I like, I feel it through the, I feel I'm, I'm like mm -hmm. talking to you on a zoom call and I feel it like I'm around, I'm around people like you all the time. So what, 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 what how much was of, of what? Like, totally. Um, I feel like in general, I was an actor and you have to have an entrepreneurial spirit to do that because no one's making you go to 5am auditions. No one's making you pay for dance classes. Like it's, you know, like you have to have that drive. And I do feel like I've always had that. Um, it was interesting because I always had it with theater, knowing that's what I wanted to do from being a small kid. I went to school for it. I moved to New York. I did it professionally for years. Like I knew what I wanted to do and I did it. This I didn't see coming. And it wasn't until I started because it's I think it's really fun to be a beginner at something and to be very open about that and be like, I don't know what I'm doing and I want to learn. And as soon as I had like that spark of interest in more of the behind the scenes of building a business, the entrepreneur things, the CEO type things, like beyond the designs. That was when I started realizing, like, I do think I have a good mind for it. I think like it, marketing and storytelling, 
maybe through theater comes pretty naturally to me. And I think that storytelling is such a big part of marketing and um, using just my, I, I, again, like I missed, <laughs> I missed being on stage and stuff. So I was showing up on Instagram stories and like talking to people that way. So it's just like things like that translated. And I do feel like my desire to learn um, pushed me a lot. So I immediately pretty much like by 20 end of 2018, I was in a mastermind. I didn't even know what the word mastermind meant three months earlier. I got a business coach. I like had a, I was just like doing everything, anything and everything to see like how far I could take this. Like I wanted to know what was possible. And as soon as you like start pushing yourself to see what's possible, then you're like, well, if I can do that, well, like what else is possible? And like that spark is really what drives me. I'm just like, I don't want to leave anything on the table at the end of the line, you know, like I want to have tried it. I want to, and that's, that's how Tommy was. He did more in 30 years than most people do in a hundred. And that's like, that is so inspiring to me. And I want to continue that legacy as well. So it's like, he thought it was going to be wildly successful and he had had no idea like how or when or why he wasn't a business person. And neither was I at first, but you know what? I was like, you know what? Yeah, let's do Let's do this. Like that, the building blocks of building a business are just now so fun for me. I love KPIs. I love tracking data. I love like things I never thought I would love. I can't get enough of it. And I, I'm not sure exactly what that is, but I guess, I don't know. Maybe it's just, again, it was just meant to be somehow. I just, this was what I was supposed to do. I had to fall into it to find it. Listen, your story is incredible. And um, I want everyone to please support five dot post. That's five as in the number dot dot post. The cards are incredible. She's got great stuff. Um, but before we wrap up, I like to always finish off with if, if you were conducting this interview, what question would you have asked? What would I have asked me? Yep. Um, I would have asked like I guess, I don't know. I feel like at the end, it's normally like, what, what do you see next? Like, what's, what's the next big thing that there you're you thinking? So, so tell me, what do you see next? <laughs> I am definitely expanding into wholesale. I just um, signed with a new company who, uh, they have 13 markets in Asia that I'm really excited about exploring. I have no idea, again, how that's going to go, but you have to get uncomfortable <laughs> to grow. Um, so, and I really, I really want to continue pushing to get these kinds of support cards in big box stores. So um, places that people shop really regularly. I'm in almost exclusively small businesses and boutiques and pharmacies and hospital gift shops. But, and, and that is amazing. And I, I love that. And I, but I, I want to be able to, you know, get in the targets, get in the TJ Maxx, like get in the things that like are just going to get the most exposure to this type of support um, and just make supporting people that much easier. That's incredible. Where where can people find more about you, Jess? Um, you can go to five dot post.com. Um, like you said, five spelled out F I V E D O T P O S T um dot com or over on Instagram at five dot post. That's incredible. Jess, thank you so much for being a guest on Fuel Your Drive. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please follow Jessica. Until next time, remember to fuel your drive. Take care. Legend. Legend.